This is Robert Balgach and welcome to the Black Swan Secrets podcast. Our focus here is to help you grow as a producer and as a business owner in the life insurance industry. Enjoy the ride. Disclaimer, past performance is not indicative of future results. Strategies discussed in this podcast may not be suitable for you and you should make your own independent decision regarding them. This material does not take into account your particular objectives, financial situation or needs, and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Good morning, everybody. Today is December 19th. The year is 2022. Great time to be alive in this crazy world. We are entering the Christmas week, the big unknown. What's going to happen during the Christmas week? Well, I don't predict the future, but I can tell you one thing. If you put in the activity, good things happen. And this is one of those weeks where a lot of people are home, a lot of people are actually not traveling due to either finances or convenience or illnesses, a lot of sick people out there right now. So... This is going to be a good time to go and uh, and reach a lot of people today, tomorrow, Wednesday, after Wednesday. Not going to lie to you. It's probably going to be that. Okay? So you have 48 to 72 hours to create some activity and uh, reach people. So today we're just going to go over, over the leaderboard. And then Mr. Lee Corbett has a little special motivational Monday for us. So let's look over the leaderboard from last week. Again, we had a lot of people out. Our leadership team was out, but we still uh, got a lot of a lot of great numbers on the board. So, for example, Mr. Sean Chadwell. Let me see here. Sean got five applications, five thousand three hundred ninety-three, and he only started working on on Wednesday. So let's see if we can get Sean. Unmuted. Sean, are you there? Are you in your favorite coffee shop? He still might be in a coffee shop. No, no, don't see it. Then we have uh, Tristan Hawkins. He had three deals for 51. 16, a really good week for him. I don't see him neither. He might be in a coffee shop on the rodeo somewhere. Then we have Coach K. Four deals, 47, 42. Solid week for Coach K, and all of this happened post Lynchburg, I believe. So, Coach K, what worked for you last week? Yeah, hey, I, I just showed up, you know, made my dial, stacked up the schedule, and it just worked things out the way I needed to do. One of those was a, an E lead that I actually been going back and forth with for a little bit there too. So, um, you know, just uh, staying on top of those, and and uh, that's that's basically what happened there. So that that was. Uh, when you say stack the schedule, we have a lot of new people here. Just define stack the schedule. What does it mean for you? Uh, yeah, what that means is uh, calling people and putting appointments on there. Because most of the time, you know, when you're dialing in the morning, people are going to be working, right? And they're interested. It's just not a good time to talk. And you don't want to run that appointment if they're at work. Sometimes they're like, oh, no, it's okay. I'm working. You can hear they're, they're banging away in the background or whatever, doing this and that. Uh, but you want to be able to have their attention. And a lot of times you want to be able to talk to uh, anybody else. Like a lot of time, a spouse will help make that decision. So you want to make sure that you get them on the phone there for that as well. So uh, that's what that means. 
And then also, uh, I look at stacking the schedule too, is just uh, filling your your time with uh, dial time as well, right? So um, doing it that way as well. And I think I think a key thing too is that you know when you put people in your schedule, someone no shows, start dialing. You can find some, right? I, I've done that a lot. Where hey, I get a no show. It, kind of my rule is that you gotta you gotta dial for fit ten to fifteen minutes if you get a no show. And a lot of time you put your head down, you get on a roll, and all of a sudden it's like thirty minutes later, right? And then maybe you stack the schedule up some more for the next day, and uh, or or sometimes you find someone that's ready to talk, and you can close a the deal there too. That's it. Good. And it looks like we have our number one writer from last week, Mr. Sean Chadwell. He's back from the coffee shop. So Sean, uh, tell us uh, what worked for you last week. Five apps over five k. Not a bad week. Yeah. Um, was it four apps? Yeah. Oh, five apps. Oh, I can't remember all five. Coffee shop was at home today, by the way. So uh, anyway, so you know, just like like Carrie says, uh, you know, he's he's my coach, and um, you know, we do things a lot alike. Just you know, I've got both types of leads coming in last week, so I just called every. You know, as they came in on the IVRs and then like Carrie said on the ethos, just blocking a time opportunities to go ahead and dial. And also some of them are uh, text you also. So it's just, you know, being in your work environment, you know, being ready to go and showing up. And uh, sometimes it takes you being proactive doing dials. Sometimes it's being reactive, reacting to messages. So but the point is, you've got to be in the zone to either react or or be proactive. That's it. Thank you, Sean. Then we have uh, Mark Anderson had a record week. I don't see Mark this morning, but record week for Mark. Three deals, $36.99 for him. Great job. Then we have Dolly. Four deals, $3,054 for Dolly. Excellent week. Then we have a brand new writer, Wilkins Smith. He wrote his first two apps on uh, e-leads 29.58 for wilkins he didn't know the difference between term and whole life 60 days ago then we have marcia uh, four deals 2408 um, i know she's probably not happy with it but hey that's what uh it gave you after wednesday right marcia a lot of unhealthy people a lot of unhealthy people so then we have landon did that uh, one deal for 2400 Wonder Woman three deals twenty three seventy five. Larry Johnson won eighteen seventy. John Cranford continue his momentum. He's heading to hundred k for the year. Three deals fifteen ninety three. Crystal White had a nice e lead deal fourteen ninety three. Jamar scratched one. Um, I got one that was kind of interesting. I got a call out of nowhere from a lady that I covered uh, in twenty nineteen, and she said. Uh, I got diagnosed with cancer. I need more insurance. That was the literally conversation. Okay. So I did help her out, fill out the um, living benefits uh, paperwork with National Life. And then we wrote a quick uh, AIG uh, guaranteed issue. She's young, 55 years old. It wasn't that expensive, but just out of nowhere. It's, uh, it's crazy. Then we have... Um, John McMillan, two deals, 1224. Erica had one. Alisa Berry had three child policies. John Moncro scratch. And I don't know what happened there. Okay, why some that's 
that might be a typo or something. So that's what the last week looked like. Again, uh, this week already we are on for fast start. We're one of the top 10 day shops uh, in the country right now. And uh, can't wait to see what's going to happen today and tomorrow. So Lee, all yours. All right, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. And um, we're winding out for the rest of the year. So uh, we're gonna hopefully give you guys a little inspiration to take you into the new year, finish this year up strong. And remember that as always, that you know, if you just don't quit, if you just don't quit, that the opportunity is always there, that you're gonna make it to the other side. And it's going to be a daunting task. There are going to be times you're going to, some of you guys are going to put your hands, your face in your hands. You're going to cry. You're going to go to bed at night and cry. You're going to hold your kids and cry. You, you know, and, and, and it's just going to feel tough. It's going to feel like you can't make it. And I'm here to tell you that it's, it's not over. It's not over. You're in the right place at the right time, perhaps for the first time, as I always say. So we're going to go over this, this here uh, little video. And hopefully this inspires some of you all to just continue to push forward. Let me redo that because I don't have the sound on there. I used to spend the night in hotel parking lots. What was I gonna do? I ain't had nowhere to stay, so I lived in the car. I had $35. And I said, come on, God, man, I've been trying to make this dream come true. You done left me out here like this. And I was crying so hard that he just said, I didn't like hear a voice or nothing, but he spoke to me and however he said, if you get up, I'm gonna take you places you ain't never been. Now I was finna quit. So I said, skip it. I'm gonna quit anyway. So I got in my car, I went to a pay phone and I was gonna call my dad. You remember back in the day where you could punch in a code and call your answering machine and get your messages? So I called and I punched in the code and the, he said, Doop. he said, hey, Steve, this is Chuck Sutton with Showtime at the Apollo. We saw a tape of you. You're very funny. If you could get here Sunday night, we'd love to put you on television. Call me back. Let me know if you can make it. So I hung the phone up. I'm crushed because my whole dream of being on TV and I couldn't get to New York. I got thirty five dollars. How I'm gonna get to New York? I can't make it. So I'm standing there at the phone booth and tears just coming down my face. I said, God, so that must be a sign for me to go home. Cause this it, I ain't even got the money to go to the Apollo. My whole thing that wanted to be on TV, I couldn't even make the dream come true. I'm just, I'm, I'm, this is the most messed up moment. And so I said, man, let me call this dude back and see if he said this Sunday. Because maybe he said next Sunday and I can hustle up a little bit of money or something. I don't know what I'm going to do, but let me just call him back. So I call him back. Steve, this is Chuck Sutton, Showtime at We saw a tape of yours. You're very, very funny. Look, we have an opening Sunday night at Showtime at If you can make it, we'd love to put you on TV. I said, it's this Sunday. Before I hit the button, I heard, Doop! you have another message. Now, it wasn't there before. So I punched my code in. I listened to the second message. Said Steve Harvey, this is Tom Sober from the Comedy Caravan. I had this was a Thursday. He said, I have a gig in Jacksonville, Florida on Friday night. 
that pays $150. If you can get there Friday night, you'll make $150. So I, I called him back and I said, hey, Tom, did you get a gig away? He said, no, it's still available. He said, can you get there? I said, I'm in Pensacola, Florida. I'm three and a half hours away. So I drive to Jacksonville, Florida, and that night I killed, I made the 150. Club owner said, man, you funnier than the guy we hired. If you stay tomorrow night, I'm gonna give you another $150. So now I got $300. So I get on the phone, I call Chuck Sutton. I say, hey man, is the gig still available at Showtime at the Apollo? He said, yeah, we got one opening left. I said, I'll be there. So I called Eastern Airlines, who used to be open back then. They had a special for $99 going from Jacksonville, Florida to New York round trip. So I parked my car at the airport. I got it. <laughs> got on. Got on plane, flew. Everything I had was in two bags. Got to the Apollo. I said, hey man, I'm here. I got there at 11 o'clock in the morning. He said, you can't stay here because you don't come on to the late show tonight. I said, man, I ain't got nowhere to go. I said, if you just let me stay in this building, man, I ain't gonna move around nothing. I ain't got nowhere to go. I'm in Harlem, I can't go back out here. I got these two bags. I got victim wrote all over me, man, so. He said, all right, if you go upstairs, don't come down. So he put me in the dressing room on the sixth floor. So that's where all the comedians were. So I stayed up there. I got hungry around three o'clock and I couldn't take it no more. So I went back downstairs, dude named Alton Liston. I said, hey man, he said, man, I thought I told you don't come down them damn steps. I said, hey man, I'm just hungry, man. I said, let me go to that KFC I saw on the corner. Just let me get some chicken. I'll come right back. He said, man, if you ain't back in 20 minutes, you ain't getting in this building. So I went, bought me some chicken, came back. So the comedians started coming in the building. They started coming up on the sixth floor. So I meet this guy named D.L. Hubler. I introduce myself. He introduced himself. I'm sitting there, another guy come in named Dwayne Johnson. Then this other dude walked in named Jamie Foxx. And I introduced myself. We don't know each other. Ain't none of us famous. It's 1991, man. They gave everybody the lineup. I was on the last show of the night. I don't go on to 11 at night. I done had this, this four pieces of chicken. I'm starving, man. That chicken done wore off. I'm nervous, man. I'm about to throw up. Dio Hughley went downstairs. Dio Hughley got booed off. Dwayne Johnson got booed off. Jamie Foxx went down there and got booed. They booed Jamie, then Jamie started singing. And then they started clapping. And Jamie had their ass, then he went back to them jokes, and they got his ass. So I'm walking down the steps and I see Jamie sitting on the steps. I said, hey man, hang in there. He said, man, that ain't never happened to me before, man. This is crazy. This Jamie Foxx, man, one of the most talented people in all of comedy. And now, 
You don't even know how nervous I am. Man. I can't even. My breathing is shot because these dudes been booed. So I walk out. I had wrote this joke. Uh, Mike Tyson had got in a fight in Harlem with this heavyweight named Mitch Green. Mike Tyson had hit the dude in the eye in the store. Now he was on the news, his eye was swollen. So the joke I wrote was, they was interviewing Mitch Green and he was telling everybody what happened, but his eye took over the interview. And I wrote this joke that his eye started talking and was just, I tell you what happened. The heavyweight champ's fist is coming towards my face. I just said, Lord, Lord, Lord. And I wrote this whole joke about this dude's eyeball talking. And when the punch came, and all this here, the Apollo, man, they went crazy. They lost their mind. I got a standing ovation, man. I walked off stage. I walked off stage, man, just started crying. I couldn't believe it. They paid me. I made $750 for being on TV for one night. I'd never made $750 telling jokes in one night. And so that was my first television appearance. A couple weeks later, Sinbad was the host of the show. He got this job at, on a different world. And so he quit. And so Mark Curry became the host. And then Mark Curry got hanging with Mr. Cooper and he quit. And they came to me and said, would you come back to New York and host amateur night for us to just try you out? Oh, ain't no problem. And so I went to New York. I hosted amateur night and I was killing. But every time we went to commercial break, I was supposed to let the warm up act take over like Ruben does. But I knew not to let the warm-up act do that because he would change the attitude of the crowd because Apollo was a wild place. So I stayed out there. I did the warm-up and the hosting. And I created a bond with that audience. And that's how I got on TV. It was my very first TV show. I hosted Showtime at Apollo. I ended up being the longest-running host in the history of Showtime Apollo. I did that show for eight years. Nobody ever did it for eight years. And that was my turn-back moment. See, in your life, everybody has a turn back moment. You have a moment where you can go forward or you can give up. But the thing you have to keep in mind before you give up is that if you give up, the guarantee is it will never happen. That's the guarantee of quitting, that it will never happen no way under the sun. The only way the possibility remains that it can happen is if you never give up no matter what. Because God is always coming. He's never too late. At your, at your worst moment, look man, when they told me I had to be in New York, I saw no way I could get there. But that God don't. He make the phone ring. I end up in Florida, I make $300. Then I go to New York, I make $750. And that's how it goes down. Maybe I still got some stuff playing in the background. Give me a second. There we go. So, so as I always say, folks, you've got to persevere. Now, here's a man that right now, multi, multi, multi million, right? 
But at this time, one of the, one of the, the darkest times in his life, he, he's sleeping out of his car. He hadn't made it. He's not famous at this time. $35 in his pocket. Some of you all know what I'm talking about, right? Some of you guys have had to do some, 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 some darn near dangerous financial things in order to make it. And hopefully you don't have to be there. But here's the guarantee, like you said, if you quit, there's no way that you can make it. There's absolutely no way you can make it. We've got all types of resources. We have all the resources you need right here. And what you've got to say, as you close out 2022, you got to make this commitment to yourself. You don't need to make it to Bob. You don't need to make it to Dick and Pat. You don't need to make it to Marshall, Carrie, Coach Carrie. You don't need to make it there. I need you to go look at that man or that woman in the mirror and make a commitment to that person that you're not going to quit, that you're going to fight, that you will not lay down and give up and quit. Because one thing is guaranteed, that is, if you do, you are guaranteed not to make it. And every last one of you are just one sale away from a breakaway. You never know when that one sale is going to come through and it's going to give you this glimmer of hope, this, 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 this lifeline that I can make it, that I can do it. Because as we always say, when you guys make your first sale, if you can do it once, you can do it twice. If you can do it twice, you can do it 10 times, so forth and so on. But you got to stay in the fight. You got to make sure you, you, you give it all you got. We're about to go into the holidays. You guys are going to go have time to spend time with your family. I want you to remember those people you love. And just remember that you have a gift. You have a gift of this team we call Black Swan that allow, that gives you every opportunity to go provide that lifestyle that you want to provide for your family. And, what, and, and as I always state, what makes it so beautiful, I, I say this all the time, because I try not to make it about the money. Now, mind you, we need food to eat. Right. We need we needed to shelter ourselves. But guys, we have an opportunity to go make a pretty nice income in this world, all whilst protecting families and making sure that when they lose their loved one, they don't have to go through financial turmoil. That's the position we're in. And we got to go out there and fight for them. And we have to go out there and fight for our families. So as we get ready to close out these years, guys, I want you guys to just be thinking in your head, don't quit, don't quit, don't quit. I'm not a quitter. I will, one way or the other, succeed. That's all we got.